Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Hi, beautiful people. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are back with Ambu John Rose, who is a beautiful teacher, and she is a healer on a quantum level where she helps people awaken and self-embody. And today we're talking about how each of us and our own unique energy is so needed now on the planet. And we're going to talk about how we can truly step up and be bold. Hi, Ambu John. Thank you for being here. Welcome. Hello, my love. Hi, you guys. So good to be with you all. Our subject matter is really interesting because it is a very subtle and a not so subtle. So it's just going to be interesting once we start talking about it and getting into everything. Yes. All right. So um, let's first start with the need of the hour. What is happening on our planet? What is happening at this dirt, this shift of the ages that requires us to fully step up and be in this way like we are. So I like talking about things in a really simple, down-on-the-ground way, like this realistic way. So for me, how I see things is no matter what shifts are happening or gateways or portals or all, we could say all the fancy words, right, (laughs) that we use to describe these things, Deep down what is going on is we are awakening to who and what we really are. That is like the simplest description. It's to the degrees that these shifts on the planet then trigger our awakening deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And every time we go through these different phases of shifts on the planet, it it's like it calls us forth from deep inside of us to be who we are. Like that is always the topic. Be who you are, be who you are, be who you are. And as we all go through these levels of awakening, being who we are, we start to really feel what that is, right? It starts as a concept and we're like, be who I am. What the heck does that mean? <laughs> you know, but just by being on the path ourselves, we become our own teachers. We start to have our own direct experience of like, well, what does this awakening actually mean? What does it mean to be myself? And nobody can tell you what it means to be yourself, right? We can point to it with all the words, but it is in your every single moment, every single day, going through your life of how your specific journey is creating this truth of who you are to keep coming out. And that those levels are so specific for each person, but then we have these themes, like one I'll be talking about, you know, what's coming up in September. So it is the most vulnerable personal experience that one can have to know who we are. And 2023 is like that times a million. And what I was seeing back in 22 is the 23 energies were starting. I kept calling it, this is the year of the inner guru, 
because we have to know how to tune in. We have to trust ourselves. We have to trust our hearts. We have to know what is right for us. We have to become our own teacher guide within ourselves. And it's so intricate of how we do that, you know, for each of us, right? So as we keep coming into who we are, super old stuff that's been like deep in the crevices in us. Like I always like the image of like a lake. And if you, um, if, if the water starts to go down and down and down and down, you drain the lake, well, what's left is this mud. And that's what we're in every day now is the mud, the most bottomest of the lake in ourselves that is bringing up such profound core soul history of these core choices that we had made a long time ago to experience certain things. Those choices can't exist anymore because our present day self is awakening into who we are and all of this soul history has to be reconciled, right? So the awakening path is interesting because it's not just about healing anymore. It's about awakening to who we are. And that's a very different experience than healing an issue, right? And so how I see it is when when somebody awakens, their entire soul history kind of wakes up, we could say, or it, it becomes available. And that person then starts going through not just this life issues to heal, but it, it goes all the way back to incarnation number one, because everything has to align and we could say purify and reconcile so our present day self can be who we are. And the more we be who we are, the more the stuff comes up. And the more the stuff comes up, the more we be who we are. And it just keeps going. And we all find our own ways of like how to deal with this crazy, you know, monkey, right? That we're dealing with all day. So the 2023 energies is so high, is so specifically, so I see everything as energy. So the energy in our bodies is like these super subtle, subtle, subtle lines of light. And there's hundreds and thousands of them. And that makes up who we are, you know, as a human. It creates our form. It creates thoughts. It creates everything. It's like all these super tiny, tiny little lines of light. And it's it's these most subtle, 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 deeper layers of light now that is activating and turning on in, you know, this year. And we've not experienced this level of awakening before, meaning kind of like 2022 and back, our minds started to learn, oh, okay, I'm not, I'm not this thing. I'm not my mind. I'm not my emotions. I'm this true self. And it started to kind of get it a little bit. But what's happening in 2023 is the lines of light within us are getting, are, are coming from like the depths in such a different way. Our minds are like, I don't know what this is. Like, I, I don't know. And so we're all having to learn again, <laughs> even though we're always learning, right? But we kind of had like, I don't want to say we had it down, but it's more like we kind of knew like 2012 when this awakening really started happening in a deeper way, kind of up till last year, we were kind of in a groove in a certain way, like something in us we could understand. Okay, true self, mind. Okay, true self, emotion. But this true self now is so much more out. We can't do that anymore. And we're having to learn a whole new way to learn again, to 
feel who we are. And so just as we all as individuals are going through this and are super challenged and our stuff is coming up all the time and we're just trying to find the best way to deal with it and find who we are and trust our hearts and all of that. That's what the world is going through. So as hard as it is for us as an individual, it is the entire world Mm -hmm. that the bottom of what we've stood on and understand is cracking open. Whether somebody is consciously on the path or not, consciously awakening that the truth of everything is like under everybody's feet and it just keeps opening and opening and opening. And so it's creating all, you know, all the control and all the needs and all the, like we, again, as we go through this as an individual, it's like, Oh my God, I got to hang on to who I am, but we're consciously doing it. So we know how to, again, we're learning again, (laughs) We, we understand because we've been educated with shows like this, right? With like all our, all us healers and stuff. Like we talk about it. We have vocabulary for what's going on, right? Doesn't make it quote easier all the time, right? But at least we know where the world, a lot of people don't know. They're just going through this massive shift, right? So I would say what's happening now is just awakening times a thousand. And we're having to find, dig deep to really align and find who we are at this level and what is rightful for us and how do we continue trusting that deep, 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 deep. Like for me, so as a kid, there was a story about this, this pea, this princess in the pea. And the story is she slept on all these like hundreds of mattresses, but on the, on the begin, on the first mattress, there was a little teeny pea and she could feel it. And so our truth sometimes is like that. Like we know what we, we know who we are. We know what's going on. And yet oh, we can't quite hold it because everything's so loud. Right. So that's, yeah, that's what I want to say <laughs> for now. That just really puts everything in a beautiful perspective of our journey, our personal journey and the collective journey. And I just want to share some thoughts as well about that. It felt like um, like 2022. I woke up on January 1st of 2022 and I was catching my breath, looking around at how, wow, everything has changed. I mm-hmm. felt that. It felt like everything has changed and the only, that, that, that there were no more rules, that there were no more ways of doing it in the old, like all that old paradigm was so done and so over. Mm-hmm. However, it was our memory of it that we were bringing into every moment and keeping yeah. us locked in that structure. Yeah. And we all know where we've been in the past three years. And I think that, um, that, that there was a new level of amplification. Mm-hmm. And so 2022 for me was, wow. Like I had an awakening on a whole, I think that that year was my most transformational year outside of like leaving college and going into the working world, that sort of thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it was up there in scale, mm-hmm. having a child that it, it was up there in scale. And what I found, which I think it's really relevant to what you're saying is I was listening to my heart. I was in my heart as I was going through this transformation. And yet I found myself 
I found my mind at war with my heart saying, really, you're allowed to do that. Really? And so, um, you know, trusting the heart, even if it means as we let the old paradigm go, it's hurtful. We don't want to hurt anybody. We don't want to disappoint anybody. And so as we stand in our own power, as we stand in our own knowing of who we are, knowing that our heart's truth is correct, Mm -hmm. what do we do? I guess I'm answering my own question when we have to just say, we're not here to save anybody from their own journey. Let them, if, if someone is in my field and mm, we got to let people go or shift and got to, you know, not forcing ourselves or our story or our um, wisdom, because we all want the world to move with us. Mm-hmm. Right? We want all our loved ones to awaken with us, but we can't do that for them. So I think that what I feel this year is there's really this space, like you said, trusting the heart even more, but letting everything else just go so that we can let other people go through their own journey. And I love how everyone here on this program watching and listening is part of this as well. We're Mm -hmm. all part of letting, letting the world catch up with us. It's not a race. We're all, we're all in it. We're all in it. And the, the, the human thing, I mean, it's not just human because we've done it for lifetimes, but let's just say the human thing of needing to take care of people is so God dang deep in us. And it's like, mm-hmm. the truth doesn't give a poopity poop poop about that. It's just like, this is true. This is what you do. And then it's like, yeah, but what about so-and-so and how do I, and we are all like learning to let that deprogramming of obligation and shoulds and like I'm not going to be liked and I can't just say no right it's like we're all like taking the courage and the risk to face the truth within us and let that go over and over and over and over and over again and learning like yeah it's not it's not it's not our job to save somebody else. Just like if somebody tried to save me from what I'm going through, I'm just like, dude, step off, right? Like that wouldn't feel good, right? So oh. sometimes I imagine like when I'm like stuck in some sort of like way of being like that, I'm like, well, how would I like it if somebody was trying to save me or stop me from feeling what I'm feeling so I can go be awake? I'd be like, <laughs> I wouldn't like it, yes. you know? But, I, you know, what? To me, what we're talking about is just like these, you know, these foundational ways that we've been forever that we can't be anymore because we have to be this no one self. And yet we're so unique with our unique flavors that we have to offer this world. But truly, we're like a no one in this body. We're this light. And... It moves in a very specific way. It doesn't have obligation, right? It doesn't have fear. It doesn't say to itself, oh, no, what will I do about this situation? It doesn't do that because it is it is life itself. Like, it is. <laughs> and it's like there's still two of us, let's say, right? There's the us that tunes into our heart, the us that's healing, the us that's like, figuring it all out and then there's this true self and we're we're still in this duality experience and there's nothing wrong with this we're embodying we're awakening right 
But it's interesting sometimes, like when I go to ask my heart a question, I'm like, wait, there's me again asking in a question, why don't I just be this? Mm. And then I'll merge like energetically. I'll like, I'll focus, we could say on my heart or on the no oneness and I'll merge and leave the part that was questioning. I'll kind of energetically just keep leaving it and just keep being the heart or being that what's in here. And that's been just kind of interesting just to notice, like, I'm not the one that questions and yet I'm still in that experience. It's okay. Right. But it, it's fascinating, really. <laughs> I love, uh, I love that um, expression of observing yourself, still asking your heart, but then knowing that we can just be in that heart energy. That's really important because I think that's a, one of the biggest questions that we get. How do we know when we're in our heart? How do we know when we're <laughs> listening to our heart? Um, how do you listen to your heart? And so you've really helped us in just that little explanation of yourself on how we let the heart be in charge. No, it's, like we be, it's like we become it. We become like, it. We keep becoming it because that's what awakening does anyway. It eats everything. <laughs> we'll say, right? The light eats, eats, it eats everything. And it becomes every, it's like the light just starts taking over, right? And it's like when, with what you're saying of like, like, let's say that process of just, well, we can just be the heart. We don't have to be the questioner anymore. It's a choice. And yeah. you, you know, it's a practice, right? But what I want to share too is like the heart or the true self or the beingness or the light or the silence or the stillness or the fluidity, the space, like we have all these words again, right? To call like who we are, this, these experiences, right? It goes back to the princess and the pea because my experience is like when I start to become my heart, my mind almost can't take it. Like it, it it's like, ugh. and I have to like hold on sometimes and like with my awareness, just like white knuckle, this mm. part of me that, like it knows that's where it wants to go, but it it can't do it. And yet I'm already there at the same time. And uh -huh. it's like, it's like, you know, it's so wild in there. Yes. And to trust that, oh, so like the pee, like this feeling of the heart. And it's like, that's where I only focus. The rest can just keep falling away. Like, being in a car and somebody else is driving and I'm watching all the scenery go by. If I stay focused on the tree that just went by, I'm, I'm missing where I'm going. Like, how do I just stay in the car, watch the scenery, be totally present as it goes by me, but I'm going forward. Right. So it's like being in the heart with all the mind and all the emotion and like the ego being like, I can't, I can't. And I'm like, it's just scenery girl. It's just scenery. <sighs> and then I'm like, Oh, I'm in again. And then it just happens again, like five minutes later, right. Or a day later or whatever. And that's the part where it's like, that's where we're on our own teacher because you can't really teach somebody how to get through that because only when you're in it and you're facing it all, something in you learns, right? Like how to surrender in that moment or how to let go. You know, we can share how, right. But it's only like, 
somebody's direct experience of it that goes, oh. And then we can talk about it and stuff, right? But again, it's like this whole direct experience now is louder than ever, needed more than ever because of the levels of awakening now, right? Wow. Yes. Okay. So beautiful. And I know this is very helpful to everyone watching. And I wanted to share, you know, um, this is really important now at this time as we have, we can literally see the divide and conquer program is on extra, extra, extra hot, extra high. And yet, what do we do with that? This is where we need to even be more in our hearts. And actually a place of neutrality where we can let people have their ideas because it's part of their mm-hmm. awakening. If they're getting, mm, if whatever goes on in the external collective is triggering, then that's part of each of our journey. And what I've noticed recently is there's a feeling like the princess of the pea. There's this knowingness where just let everybody have what they want to have and stay focused to where we know our truth to be. And so when we look out and we see such polarity, Mm -hmm. isn't there a beautiful way that the heart unites us all in all of this, where we can be neutral and say, let them think that way, or I think this way, again, that's the mind. But all our hearts are unified. All our hearts know this picture of unity. We all know. We all remember what unity is. I I hope we're awakening to what that is. And so I hope that's helpful in, in in the polarity that we're witnessing is, again, just to let people have that polarity without judging it. But we can be in a vibration of the heart. Mm-hmm. Practice non-existence yeah. of anything. Yeah, and what what you're saying is like, for me, like if I witness something that I have a hard time with, I just go into my heart and go, "What would you do about this?" And then I just listen to its guidance, and it's mostly it doesn't like tell me with words. It's like it's like a being like, be like this, let's say, <laughs> or like my heart knows everything. And like you said, all our hearts are, we're, we're truly connected. And so my heart knows what's in this person's heart or truth that's going through something that I'm having a hard time with. My heart knows what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Again, the me that tunes in doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm astonished sometimes what my heart tells me how to be with something. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it feels so true. That I trust it and I do it. I'm like, yes, master, you know, yes, ma'am, sir. Like, it just feels like you were saying earlier, like, well, how do you know when you're in your heart, right? It's a lot of people's questions. Like, how do you know what's true? How do you know when you're in your heart and not your mind? And how do you, how do you, how do you, right? Because these questions are arising out of the awakening because we're like, wait, how do I do this, right? And for me, the truth has a feeling and a frequency to it. And all the stuff around now that is so loud, the the control, the energy is coming in, the stuff sticking to us. It's so intense. And how do you find the truth as you're 
as the attack is happening, as the energies are loud, as the bees are buzzing of all this energy out there, because we're, we're all very sensitive. We can't help it. It's who we are. And so for me, what I want to share with you guys is if I look, if I feel everything as energy and frequency, not with my mind, like I don't try to feel something as energy and frequency. What I mean by that is how do I feel? I either feel full, whole, sovereign, easy, inspired, expansive, quiet, still, um, empowered, or I feel doubt, not good enough, um, agitated, angry, like my, like I'm losing my mind. And to me, that is always a clue. Like I am not in the truth because truth doesn't feel like these things. Okay. Truth doesn't talk to me like these things will talk to me. Like, it's like, how do I feel? That's my, my measurement. And because all the awakening and we'll say how we've, interacted with life let's say before we all started to have this awakening experience the ego was kind of like how we perceive things like we had colored glasses on and we were seeing everything through that those colored glasses and then the glasses got taken off when we all started going through our initial awakening like it's it's awakenings forever in this life we just keep doing it right but when the when the initial glasses first started coming off years ago we started to have more access to energy because we started to recognize. So present day, the training wheels are off. We don't have anything being like, well, don't pay attention to that. Don't do that because we're our own inner guru. We're our own self now. We don't have, quote, mommy and daddy standing there being like, hey, don't go down that path <laughs> because we need to go be who we are now which means we're a sovereign being, which means we don't have guidance like we used to. Mummy and daddy, God, God is source. Everything's still there. But it, it, let's say as parents, let's use to use that example. It's wanting us to, to start exercising all of the awakening that's going on. It wants us to start being us now. So we are in control of where we focus. We have so much access to energy now because we're not seeing it through veils anymore to the degree that we're seeing it today, right? So we're so much more affected because everything's available to us now. That is literally our choice of how do I want to feel? Do I want to feel doubt, self, um, not good enough, all these energies of just weirdness? No, I don't want to feel like that. I want to feel still. Or peaceful, like all the attributes of truth, right? The energies of truth. And so we're having to learn how to like be in our choice more than ever because we have more available to us now. So like spirit showing me this image of like, let's say you go food shopping and there's 500 aisles in the store. We only had access to two aisles for a really long time. <laughs> And now all 500 are open. And so it's like you go down any aisle you want to now. 
And how do you feel when you start to go down those aisles? Mm-hmm. That to me is kind of like, it's just like, how do I know when I'm in the quote right aisle for me? It's because of how I feel. And truth doesn't teach me to doubt myself. Truth doesn't feel like crap. Truth doesn't make me feel like I'm losing my mind. Truth isn't this kind of distraction, right, of going off on some, like, maze in my head of, like, trying to heal something, but there's n- it's not productive. Like, I'm still lost an hour later, but I didn't, it's not helping, right? So it's like we're our own kind of, we're driving the bus, like we never have before, because before something would be there, be going like, don't go down that aisle. <laughs> we don't need that anymore. And so like when people are going through stuff, they're like, I don't hear my guides the same way anymore. I don't, I feel alone or I don't, it's like, yeah, because we're quote on our own now in a way we never have been before. Like a kid goes off to college. You can't stand by their room every day being like, did you do your homework? Did you, did you, did you? It's like the person has to learn how to be a person on their own now. And they can call us and be like, how's it going? (laughs) Right. But we have to step back. And that's where we are now, like as beings, like everything's kind of stepping back. It's still there, but we're having to learn. And so these weird feelings that we have, like that's not truth. When we feel all up in our heads and like are dizzy or again, that doubt, self-doubt and fear, that's not truth. And so it's up to me to choose to, to leave it alone and to stay it's for me to choose to leave it alone because if i don't choose consciously my i just go there can't help it because we're like more kind of our habit is to go to the denser energy not the light not the no oneness like i'm just going to keep paying attention to all the denseness because that's what i'm used to i have to train myself to be like wait i'm feeling crappy again do i want to feel this way and why do i feel this way i have no reason to feel this way you know it starts you know i start asking the questions but The other thing I want to say in line with that is stuff, how I experience stuff sticking to us, it can only stick to our quote unhealed things. So for me, when I first started doing my readings and I would do them in person, this is 30 years ago, and certain clients would leave and then I would feel so griefy and I'm like, what's this is weird. And then that wouldn't happen with other clients. And so it took me like, I don't know, six months of like doing readings every day to be like, interesting. When these clients leave my office, I don't feel good. Why? And then I would hear about clear your energy, ring some bells, use some essences, do all these things. So I tried all those things and I'm like, but it doesn't stay away. It's not working. And I was like, so alone in this experience. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And something in me asked this question, what is this griefy energy sticking to in you? Why are you taking this energy on from your client and not other energy? And I was like, Hmm. (laughs) So I started to ask myself, where is this kind of griefy heaviness sticking to in me? And then, so I, I had a brother who died when I was two and a half years old and he was 14 months old, I think. 
So when I asked that question, where is this grief sticking to in me? All of a sudden, all this loss came up about my brother that was unprocessed. And I was like, oh, so their grief is sticking to my unprocessed grief that I'm not conscious of. So then I started consciously feeling the loss of my brother and healing and crying. And oh my God, it was like he died all over again. But I was an adult. I was like 26 years old working with it, you know. And then as I started to do that, I started to notice grief isn't sticking to me anymore. Interesting. So I learned like 30 years ago when I feel something sticking to me and I've tried all the things, return to sender, like everything that we try, right? If it's not working, where is this sticking to in me? And what is here? What is open that I'm not conscious of? And whenever I ask that question, I always learn so much about myself because I didn't know. Like, why would I consciously want something yucky to stick to me? Like, I wouldn't want that, right? But some part of me is seeing it as like a buddy, a friend, like, oh, I understand you. Come on, because <laughs> it's hurt or scared or upset. And it's always so empowering at the end of the day when I go through that process, because I became aware of something that I wasn't. And I get like a quote piece of myself back, you know, like I, I'm now embodied there where that hurt was, right? So that's what I want to share, too, because there's so much energy going on, so sensitive. If you've tried all the things and it's not working, ask yourself, where is this sticking to in me? How did this even get in in the first place? Where is my window open in my house that I don't know that all these leaves are blowing in? Right. So I want to share that, too, because that's been really helpful for me. Yes, I, it's really helpful just listening to you share that story and then each of us reflecting in our own life uh, about energies that just don't feel right. Again, it's um, the, the roadmap is the feeling of everything, the feeling of it. And that is really helpful for all of us. Okay. And so, you know, I don't know if there's anything else to be said except for that, just to follow that feeling and to ask, to ask where that is and to trace it back within ourselves. Because it's almost as if your higher self is showing you where it's hidden or your body is showing you where it's hidden subconsciously, right? Yeah. That's beautiful. And you trust, like you ask the question with absolute curiosity, like I have no clue. And then you just wait for what's shown. Yeah. Huh? You have to be still, right? You have to be, we can't be on our phones. We can't be, we have to really listen for the answer and to trust. Yeah. And then go with it. Well, what does it need then to complete or heal or what do you need? Right. And if you find your head coming in at war with your heart, that means you got to back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. and go back into it even more. Yeah. Because if we're in that process and then we are there, but we hear that head coming in, okay, really it is about trusting our wisdom, trusting our hearts. Yeah. And to know the fact that the head still comes in, it's totally normal, right? It's- like, say again. It's okay if the heart come, or the head comes in. We need it. We need it in certain aspects. But do you feel that we get stronger at discerning between the heart and the head? 
for sure. Feeling because of the feeling. Yeah, yeah. Like we've been practicing this now for years of heart versus head, heart versus fear. So we're getting better and better at, oh, that's not my heart. Where before it was kind of like, <laughs> it was all new, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So beautiful. All right. Well, you have a beautiful specialty of mini group power healing sessions. Mm. And we have a special offer for our audience. We're going to talk about that in a moment and in, in, in a while. But first, let's experience a little bit of these power healings that you do for our group right now. And I would like to say uh, someone is particularly interested in the third eye and making sure our eighth chakra and above stays open. So I don't know if that's part of any of this, but that's a special request. Okay. Uh And I will ask this other question later from Colleen. Thank you for that, Colleen. So how, so for those of you who don't know me, um, how I work is I have no idea whatsoever what you guys need right now or where you are in your path. Like, I don't know, but my ability, my gifts tune in to the group energy. And then you guys show me, it's like a movie, literally like popping in a movie and then the movie starts playing and I'm like, Oh, okay, that's what's going on. And then I share with you guys what's going on. And so, um, with the third eye question, I'm going to have that there and I'm going to tune into the group of all of you. And then those of you who will be listening to the replay of what is it, what is it that you need for quicker release, quicker clearing to where are you on your path? Exactly. What do you all need to help you be who you are faster, easier in this very moment? So, uh, and I might have like, I think I want to, there's almost a question that needs to be posed as well. Um, hmm. Cause this is part of what we're going to do. So it is an interesting question. So the question is something like this. If you didn't have anything to rely on that you are used to, or anybody to rely on for information that you're used to relying on. And you were to start in this very moment, completely fresh and brand new, knowing absolutely nothing. Like your mind is just blank and you're completely present. Like a newborn looking around. They don't have labels like, oh, this is a cup. I was taught this was a cup. That's how I know now, right? So if I don't know what that is, I'm going to look at that cup with absolute curiosity, being like, wow, what is that, I wonder? What's its energy, I wonder? So whatever we're about to do, that question needs to be asked first. What if you were to start fresh in this moment? There is no history. There is no before. 
There is no after. There's just right, 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 right now. And then the second question I want to say to that is, before we do what healing we're going to do, when that question is offered to you, how comfortable do you feel just letting everything go and just being really fresh? What's that like? How available are you to that very fresh moment right now? How does that feel? Scary, easy, comfortable, all of it. So that, that has to be asked too. Okay. All right. So for whatever reason, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> don't under really, I don't really understand this part yet. So there's this image of you guys sitting in a chair with your hands on your knees and your energy has to come forward and kind of away from how you know yourself mentally, how you know yourself mentally. So all you guys have to do is just stay present with yourself, be in this experience just as you are. You don't have to fix anything. You don't have to stop your mind. You get to just let everything just be. And it's the truth within you that's going to do this healing for you, you could say. It's not... There's no effort, no thinking needed, okay? So we're going to start slowly bringing you energetically forward out of this posture that's kind of fixed, fixed. And there's nothing wrong with that posture of sitting with your hands on your knees. It's a, There's just something about it being fixed and known that you need to like leap forward into what is next for you. And you'll use the part that is fixed and known as wisdom for later. Because like a flower just keeps blossoming out of itself, right? So where you are right now is necessary to go where you're going. But we don't get rid of it exactly. You just move forward. And later, this posture, let's say, will be in your consciousness as needed, okay? So we're just going to bring you guys forward. And just be with yourself and we'll see where this takes us. So leaving the known. Coming into higher frequencies for you, next levels of awakening, next levels of consciousness for you. Whatever is rightful and next for you. Yep, and then spirit and archangels and the higher beings, they're kind of like closing the doors behind you. So you can be where you need to be now in consciousness, energetically. 
And your beings are saying to me, I came here for this. Like this moment of September, which is part of my package I'll talk about later, something is deeply and subtly shifting of consciousness and your beings are saying as you're going forward, I was meant for this. This is a reason why I came here. These next levels of awakening is like you were meant for this. You were made for this. So we're helping you go into your next levels energetically. And then spirits clearing out kind of old mind energy, old cellular memory. So you can be in these new places easier. the old, denser consciousness of who you were a long time ago. And then we're also just doing some embodying humanly now. Even though you're still going forward, we're just integrating a bit, bringing it into the body deeper. And there are like these images of putting your hands on the earth and like communing with the earth and these new frequencies of yourself or next frequencies of yourself and bathing yourself with earth energy. Like taking your own hands with earth energy and then moving it over your body. Like ceremony. (sighs) Yep. So we're just going to integrate for a little bit now. You're not who you are. And then we're going to be done with this in about a minute. And then it doesn't end from here. Like we just kind of gave it a jump start. And we're just doing a little healing on the organ system, the liver, the gallbladder, because it works so hard with all these energies, right, that we go through. So spirit just wants to add right now just some support for the human Uh, organ system. And then it's about becoming curious of what is this next new space of mine what is it what's here what do i feel called what does it want for me whatever what are these new things for me these new places inside of myself because everything starts from within and then our life reflects what's with inside of us and it just takes time because we're changing so fast we're choosing so quickly That life takes a minute to catch up to all these changes. (sighs) Okay. 
then the last thing we're doing is just taking where you are, where your human self is now in consciousness and we're just kind of emanating it, rippling it through more kind of multidimensionally as well to soothe and awaken and support past hurts and whatever's kind of been triggered in your space the last couple of weeks or so. So And just allowing yourself to feel the soothing, the soothingness. Of your own energy soothing you. Teaching, soothing. And that'll just be happening for a while, but I feel, feel done. <laughs> Facilitating. So the, the group power healing modality that I do it just continuously offers to clear and heal the old faster, to make more space for the true you to come out and embody. That is like the super simple thing that we do. And then every, week when I offer them or when spirit, um, the dates, like it's all, it's all intuitive. And so whenever we offer something, the topics are specific, but the foundation is always the same. Let's clear the old, embody the true, clear the old, embody the true. And it's not fancy, right? It's not sexy because awakening isn't (laughs) just not. This is, we're in it for the long haul. It's not a, a one and done. It's not a, it's like we don't just take one shower and we're done forever, right? It's like, or we don't just exercise one day and grow muscles. You know, it's, this is a, this is a journey. This is a path. And so the group power healing meets you on your path just to help keep clearing and supporting and helping the human resolve, you know, get strong and knowing that you're not alone and all this, you know. <sighs> yep, your teens are kind of leaving me now. And from how we just collaborated in your spiritual teams, they always work with me, and they always come in, and they collaborate with each other. And then when we're done working together in that way, everything just um, completes with each other and then kind of leaves. It's like we commune in this space and then it's time to leave the space, right? Everybody go in their own spot, right? But as all that's releasing now and just kind of completing, your teams are showing me how like two things simultaneously is happening. Your mind is starting to, in your path, your mind is starting to understand the fear that you go through is the fear that you go through of trusting and finding the truth inside yourself is starting, it's like some really deep part of you is starting to be more okay with the fear. It's kind of like, yeah, okay, this again. And that, that knowing is very, we could say subtle and very deep. 
So it doesn't mean the mind doesn't freak out or the emotions don't freak out, but some part of you is starting to get used to, oh yeah, this is just part of this journey right now. It'll all, you know, come out in the wash, <laughs> right? But so they just want to, your teams want me to tell you that, like really deep down you're, you're getting more okay with, I guess we could use that word, this wacky experience, you know. And you know, they're telling you, you know, you're quote, meant for more. Like you just know it and you're, a lot of you are waiting for that quote, more of what's next to reveal and call you and come forward. And this whole September shift is really major about that. Like we're coming into our next phases. And so, um, yeah, that's what I want to say. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. The feeling is grace. Mm. The feeling is grace. Um, acceptance. It's like the fear is almost like homeopathy, mm. where little drips or drops or nanoparticles we get used to it and uh, it just brings up an experience that I had earlier this year. I said, I'm not going to fear this anymore. One particular thing. Mm -hmm. And then that thing happened to me, but I got through the other mm -hmm. side of it and I felt like a new person, like staring down the fear because the body, the feeling, the sensation of the heart, the feeling, the sensation of the body overrode the feeling of the mm -hmm. fear. Wow. It's so good, isn't it? It's like, oh my God, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's about time. Right? I know. Like the fruits of all this work, like we're starting to experience that embodiment of like, oh, we are now. You said it, embodiment. This is what it feels like, embodiment and releasing Here's a question from Melissa. And Melissa, I believe that you also typed in and said that you get this and that you're feeling much better. But Melissa had a question. How do we clear fully and completely the belief that I'm not good enough? And I really feel that that was assisted and attended to in this mini group power healing session. Absolutely. Can I, can I answer that? Please. Question? So I'm going to answer it in two ways. From an awakening perspective, if you close your eyes and you feel your true energy, however that feels in this moment, the quote, not good enough is a consciousness, like a little circle. And it's just like, not good enough, not good enough, not good enough, not good enough. But when you're not identified in that, you're just here, that can be there. You have space for it. It's when your awareness, quote, leaves, let's say, the truth and starts to become completely identified in that consciousness again. Then it's a, quote, problem, right? It becomes a problem. How do I get rid of it? How do I heal it? You don't. You just practice being like, does this have the attributes of truth? Do I feel safe, warm, nurtured, empowered? 
still, expansive, quiet, fluid. And you find that truth in you again and you start bringing your awareness out, kind of like a balloon with air in it. And the balloon skin is the not good enough and the air is our awareness in the balloon. And once we start taking our awareness out of the balloon, coming back to self, the balloon, it doesn't matter anymore. So there's that not good enough energy. It has nothing to do with me. From a emotional human identity perspective and soul history perspective, you can keep asking, where is this still sticking to me? Where in me am I still believing this to be me or truth? What is it that still needs healing in me or understanding in me or awareness in me or completion in me? Or how do I have a different relationship with not good enough? So it's kind of like, it all depends on the moment. Like I see, I see things like as tools, let's say. So if I just cut my finger, a bandaid will do quite nicely, the tool of a bandaid. But if I break my finger, I need to go to the doctor to have them reset it. So if I'm in just like my space and like in that space, not good enough will arise. I have way more space to see it for what it is. And I'm like, interesting. That has nothing to do with me. <laughs> it's just a package of consciousness that I was once all up in there. But if I'm all up in there <laughs> and I don't feel good enough, that same tool is not going to work for me. I need to then start asking, if I can't just come out of it and be in my truth again, I need to ask in this moment, what in me has gotten me in here again? Then I can start to come out again and come back to myself. So it all kind of depends where we're at in the moment and what tool, you know. And then the other thing I feel like I need to say for whoever needs to hear this is some part of the ego says to us, it can't be that easy. I can't just pull out of it and come back into myself. I got to do the healing. I got to focus. I got to take the journey in the whole cave of why is this not good enough here? Like some part, it just can't be easy like that. Well, it can be. It really can be. And so it's kind of like we're like this layered cake that's alive and, 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 present all the time we have the truest truest self layers and we have the emotional mental soul history incarnational package layers and it's kind of depends on well where is my awareness today in this moment am i here am i here because it's all available so it's like where am i in this moment with a not good enough and how do i what's really rightful for me to address it in this moment so that's what i want to say Beautiful. Really helpful. Just feeling the energetics of that is extremely powerful. And we've got so many beautiful comments coming in the chat line of how people reacted, responded, received that power healing. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Heartfelt. Wow. Felt that deeply. Um, thank you. That was subtle, but very deep and powerful. I felt pulses of spiralized energy going upward the entire time from my feet to my head, abundant gratitude felt like I came more into alignment, lovely healing, many thanks and bright blessings. So wonderful. 
And here is something very interesting. Christine has a question. Is there a reason I have ringing in my left ear when I have healing sessions? Mm-hmm. Cool. Just many? <laughs> like all healing sessions or? Christine, is it when I have healing sessions? Is it all healing sessions? Particular healing sessions? Is it healing with others or is it healing with self? It says most. So can I do a little looksy looksy? Isn't that then? I think she says yes. <laughs> I'm feeling she's saying yes. Hi, Christine. Um, so. Yes. I feel like it's a layered answer, but the layer that's coming up right now is, oh, this is so interesting. It's another part of you in another world, another dimension that is trying to talk with you. This is, this is really hard to describe because there's a lot going on from this part of you in this dimension. Some of it is old traumas of being who you are and receiving and not feeling safe to do that. So there's kind of like a block. Because whenever you get healing, some part of you knows you're awakening and you're embodying and parts of you are freaking out. They don't want that full... (sighs) Yeah, they they don't... It's scary. To be that huge, that full. So, but this part of you is trying to talk with you. And she's screaming, hello, like, and it's a high pitch. My question would be, well, why don't you want to listen to yourself? Or what's blocking you from listening and spirits like simplifying it they're like well if you were to listen really listen all the layers of you then you'd have to admit who you are and then live that and be that it's easier to be the one that's hurting or not feeling well or something it's easy to be the drama something versus just like wow I don't need that anymore. So at the end of the day, it's a layer about you coming into yourself, you accepting yourself, you wanting to be yourself. So that's what, yeah. And then that part of you that's talking to me, she's like, and that's all I want to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) And I, the other thing I want to say too is like, oh, How can you feel the pain that's still with you, but not get lost in it? Like, be the mommy for the pain. So it's been said, I don't know who said this, it's been said many times. So if you're, if you're the mother driving the car and you have kids in the back seat that are kicking and screaming, you don't want them to come over to the front seat and start driving the car. You always have to drive the car. And at the same point, be with your kids that are kicking and screaming at each other and being like, how do you do both? 
So I feel like for you specifically, some part of you has to hear, I don't have to get lost in what's screaming, but I can listen now. And it's a subtle shift, but it's like, I need to say that too. It's okay to listen and not get lost. Like the ego is saying, can't be easy, got to be hard. It's like, well, does it though? So it's about being who you are on the deeper levels and just kind of asking that question, why might I still be scared? That's what I want to, that's what I want to say. Thank you so much. So beautiful. Christine says, wow, that was very emotional. Thank you for bringing that Mm -hmm. to light for me. And thank you. I needed to hear that. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So I have more questions from our audience that I'm going to ask you. Before Mm -hmm. we get there, though, I would love for you to talk more about the September theme. This this shift that's happening in September. And of course, you have a special offer. I'm going to put the link in our Zoom audience But this is a series of calls, live group power sessions that will support people. And so tell us about September and then tell us about those group calls. So um, there's just there's one live group call and then there's three fire ceremony um, MP3s that Spirit did. So September, what it shows itself to me is this is where this whole package came from is you are needed now (laughs) and what does that mean this is where I said in the beginning like this is a very subtle subject but it's 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 very strong right now September's energy will be a constant tap on the shoulder from within you to be you on these deeper levels okay What's different about September is it's bringing us, it's like a line of change that as we go forward, your teachings are needed in the world now. What does that mean? Okay. You have been through countless lifetimes of soul history and this life, countless experiences. You specifically have gained so much wisdom over lifetimes and understanding of very specific understandings of how things work and why. Because of what only you have gone through, that understanding is needed now to be shared with the world because the world needs your light posts to point the way to truth and awakening. This is not your mind. This is not your emotions. This is your consciousness energetics in your system. All you have to do is be you as is. On this deeper conscious choice to be you, that then emanates these teachings out of you because they need to come out now. We need you. Only you have understood things in very particular ways and have have created wisdoms in very particular ways. It's that that is necessary to light the way for not just humanity, but other worlds. 
and this being tapped, let's say, to be you and let this emanate out of you is just the beginning. And that's part of what your beings were telling me as we were doing the healing is you came here for this. So how I want to describe how to be you for the world, okay? Being you is first and foremost for yourself to embody who you are and be who you are in this this life, okay? The second part that's now here in September that will be stronger and stronger and stronger is that you now needs to teach. It's energetic. Now, you may be a teacher. You may be, let's say, speaking at a podium as an example, right? You may physically be teaching with words and energy. You don't have to, though. This is an energetic teaching that needs to now emanate, okay? How do you do this? I love the metaphor of a flower, okay? When I was first, when my gifts were first turning on, it was like the first year, somebody gave me this most amazing rose and I had it next to my bed. And I used to smell it every night before I'd go to bed. And I'd be like, oh, and I'd go to sleep. One day, I went to go smell the rose and I was like, oh my God, it smells so amazing. And it said to me, first time nature ever talked to me, (laughs) it said, do you see how you can keep smelling me and smelling me and the scent gets sweeter and sweeter or the scent doesn't change or go away? And I was like, um, yeah. (laughs) It said, that's because I'm giving from myself, not of myself. My scent is extra. It arises out of me being me. I'm not trying to have a scent. I'm not trying to exude a scent. You take nothing from me when you smell me because it's extra. And it said, if I were to give of myself, my leaves would fall off. My bloom would die. But I am who I am and my scent is extra. So as the scent arose from that flower, the flower first started as pure consciousness, then a seed, then a stem, then leaves, (laughs) then a bud, then a blossom, then a bloom, and the scent, right? That is like you, your pure consciousness, your eternal consciousness that came into a form, learned many, 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 many things and are blooming and blossoming now. And what you have to teach to the world is your scent. It's extra. You don't have to try at all. But this teachings in you are needed now. We need you. And quote, all you have to do is from this deepest you choose to be you. As is. Not when I'm more healed, I'll be better me. Not when I get this awakening thing down. No, you right, right now is it. The flower right now is it. You are it. And as you keep healing and changing and growing and awakening, it's these super subtle levels of consciousness and energetics within you that keep learning and learning and learning. Then it emanates out to other souls. Hey, this is how you do this thing. And other souls are like, oh, Okay, thanks. Now I know more today than I did five minutes ago. This is all on, this is all energetics. Just like the flower scent. I can't see it, but I can smell it. 
right? This deep you, your scent, is the teaching because of what you've gone through and what you will go through. So that's the theme of September, one theme is this deeper tap that we're feeling called to like, I got to express myself. I don't know how, I don't know what I got. I gotta. And it's not about being perfect. And it's not about waiting because your energy is already doing it. And can you say yes? Consciously to that. So that's one flavor that I see in September that's starting is that. And then as we get into September, you know, more will reveal, right? So that's what I want to share about September. It's interesting. Like, why now? Why is it so imperative now that your teachings are coming out of you? And it's just at the degree of awakening that humanity's at in other worlds. Because as it's almost like Earth is like the core of awakening. Other worlds are higher consciousness. But when we awaken... Holy wowzers, it's the ripple of that consciousness that then connects and affects all worlds. Just as we could say the higher worlds are very high consciousness, that affects Earth too, right? It's this, everything's connected. But when the Earth awakens and when humanity awakens, that is major. And so your teachings right now are at that imperative stage because of the levels of awakening humanity is at and other worlds are embodying, let's say themselves so yeah so the package i'll just go into that quickly so so the date that i chose i can't remember now i think it's a 17th um it's a sunday i'm holding a two-hour group power healing session to help clear fears and the old and old choices and reconciling whatever is in your consciousness that needs to be reconciled so you can feel so much safer and comfortable being like, of course my teachings matter. I matter, duh. I feel so good about what I have to offer. And it's not feeling mentally good about, like it's a deep, direct sense of self. It's unshakable. The emotions are shakable. The mind is shakable, right? But we're talking about this really deep, energetic ease that this session wants to offer you so you can be in the September beginnings, let's say, easier. So that's, and then all of the information is on the, the page of the details of the session and stuff like that. And then just really quickly, um, the details are on the page as well. I just want to talk about the three MP3s that are coming with this that I felt guided to add to the package. The astrology in particular, the last three months and the levels of awakening, they are creating a burning away, right? Quicker and quicker, quick, quicker and quicker. And so spirit wanted to hold these fire ceremonies of like everybody comes to the session and you really be with what is it that you want to burn away quicker or let go or complete. And it's like the fire is this divine light, this divine fire that starts in the session. And then you are like unburdening to the fire. It's sacred ceremony to honor everything that has been and offer up deeply what you know is completing or what you know you no longer need to hold. 
And so these three sessions are all based on deeper and deeper and deeper burning away. And the, the session A and B, so there's three replays. There's one fire ceremony and then another fire ceremony. And then this third session, the sessions A and B were back to back. So people came to the live sessions um, on a Friday and a Saturday. And so these two sessions that are back to back, session A, after this fire ceremony is received, session B comes right in and starts to work with space that the fire ceremony created and to really support what it is you feel is deep in your heart to be and offer this world. And it really supports that. So that's that's why I wanted to include these fire ceremonies with this session because it's so like works perfectly together. It's all about helping, you know, to clear the old and then all the details are on the page that you guys can um, read about. Yes. So beautiful. Um, just listening to your words is an activation in itself. It truly is. Mm-hmm. We are in a different vibrational place and I'm going to speak for everyone and say, we feel strong we feel courageous, we feel confident, we feel peace, we feel love, we feel powerful, and we smell so beautiful. Mm, we are mighty. <laughs> no need for deodorant. No need. <laughs> you do not cover yourself up at all. Let yourself smell. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you for this beautiful, (laughs) generous offering. As everyone can tell, just the vibration that you hold is so nurturing and healing in its own right, in its own sense. And that time with you is so appreciated. And all of those tools that you give us, uh, the fire ceremonies, are just really great accelerators of this process Mm -hmm. that makes us even bolder and stronger. So everyone check that out. And again, if you need help, there's a two payment process because we want this to be easy for you with ease and grace, everything with ease and grace. So check it out and join Ambujam in September for that. Again, everything's recorded. If you can't join live, you'll still be able to be in that group energy. So and we, really, you, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I just want to share. The replays are super interesting, and I don't know how this works, but it's worked ever since I started this work 30 years ago. When you come to the live session, and then there's the replay of that, this is what's really interesting. And I also want to say whoever joins and you can't be there live, you're always included via proxy um, by default, just in case you can't make the live call. So you're always included. The replays are so fascinating because not only are they imbued with what we did and what you guys brought through in the moment, they literally meet you where you are when you listen. Like spirit crawls out of the replay. And I've heard this from so many people. It's like they crawl out of the replay. They meet you exactly where you are. They do the healing that we did with the themes that happen, but they meet you exactly where you are and work with what is going on for you now. Like, I don't know how that happens. (laughs) I'm not even going to pretend to try to figure it out, but it's really, really, the replays are really, really, really powerful. And so I just want to say to get the most out of them, listen, like it's a live session. Do not drive, do not be cutting up food because they're very powerful and work with multidimensional parts with you of you at once. And so there's, 
they're just like a live session. They're very, very, very potent. And every time you feel to listen, it always meets you where you are. So I just wanted to share that too. If you can't make it live, they're very, very powerful with the fire ceremonies as well. So beautiful. And uh, it's a great um, treat for yourself, a great session for yourself and the energetics of what we're here to do. So uh, thank you so much for yeah. that. John. Really love it. Okay. So we have a few moments left and I wanted to make sure that we get to questions. I'm, I'm feeling that you psychically were aware of these questions that came in and you spoke to it. So maybe the mm-hmm. questions are null and void. I'm still going to ask them. Hi, Destiny. Yes, Destiny. Destiny has a question. Does the shadow consist of the mind too? Mm-hmm. The shadow, depending on what you mean by that, is like an amalgamation of hurts, pain, mind, emotions, kind of like the quote pain body. The shadow is things that we haven't, we've turned away from before and now it's time to look. But yeah, it totally includes mind for sure. Okay. And Colleen, Colleen just says this is amazing. Um, let's see. She does say that it's awesome. Okay. Colleen had a question and this is, um, what we were referring to really in the beginning. The heart is the greatest. Um, the, the heart is the greatest and most powerful source. The mind can fool us. How do you handle the sadness when you realize that a loved one is not on the same vibration and has declared they are done with you? And let you miss how things, and, and yet you miss how things were so much. You miss it. That is happening to so many people right now. Friendships are falling away. Family is falling away. Like it's really, um, intense around that. It's just happening to so many people. And that you're, the simple answer is you just feel sad. Just feel. Give yourself time to just, when the sadness is there, it's there. There's no fixing it. It just needs to be felt. And I feel like I just want to share this to that, um, you know, and to give it the time it needs as it wants to come up. And this is what I want to share. So, um, God, how many years ago now? I don't know. A while ago, I was living in Massachusetts, and I met this guy, and we were going to move in together. And I had given my notice to my apartment and I packed up everything. And the day I was supposed to move, he calls me up. He's like, can't do it. I was like, what? I'm like sitting in boxes, right? So I hung up the phone. And I was, you know, all kinds of emotions, right? Devastated, upset, sad. And something in me was like, oh, I'm going to feel all my feelings and I got really excited about it which was so weird because I was so sad and I decided as long as this sadness is here and loss and grief and upset and anger I'm going to feel it until it's had its day in the sun and it feels done Mm -hmm. and so I've like told myself that I said "I'm, I'm here for you 
Whenever you want to come, I'm here. And there was this one time I was putting bagels in the toaster and all of a sudden the sadness came. So I shut off the toaster and then I sat in my kitchen and just bawled my eyes out. And then I was like, well, time to eat a bagel now. And I just kind of made myself available for the waves of emotion. And that was like, that was pretty huge. And it felt so like self-loving to make space for my feelings, you know? And this is where we have to be careful that we don't like spiritualize this path of like, well, I should be in my awakening and I shouldn't have these feelings. It's like, that is the biggest BS ever. You're a human being. We have emotions, right? I'm not saying you feel that way, but it's really important that we allow ourselves to feel how we feel. Just feel how we feel. No fixing. Just let it take its course when it's ours, right? That's the other thing I want to add to that whole, like, when you feel weird and stuff. So when you're feeling something, don't forget to ask yourself before you spend any time (laughs) trying to heal it or anything. Don't forget to ask yourself, hold on, what percentage of what I'm feeling is even mine? Is it all mine? Is none of it mine? Is some of it mine? And when you get your answer, you just stay with your answer. And the rest just starts to go. And then this is yours. So the sadness that you're feeling, you can ask, what percentage of this sadness is mine? And see what you feel. Trust your answer and stay with that. So I wanted to share that too. Very valiant, very brave to be in those emotions. And so when it comes up for any of us, all of us, when it comes up, if it comes up, I'm sure it'll come up. We're going to remember those words. We'll remember to actually be excited to go through those emotions. There's a tendency to feel like cling. There's a beautiful bird out my window right now saying that. There's a tendency to cling to the normal, to cling to the sanity so that we don't go down into the abyss of depression. But actually it's okay because when we do, we can each look back and feel Remember that feeling of the energy dissipating and taking those little sighs that you did and said, well, that's over. Okay. (laughs) That's what I mean by so valiant, so brave. It's interesting too. Like when we're really present with a feeling, it's really amazing. Even if it's the most griefiest grief, grief, grief versus our overlay of story about the feeling. That's a very, like when you were saying, I'm afraid I'm going to get lost in this depression. That's the story that gets stuck in the overlay on the feeling. But when we actually just feel the feeling like with our heart, our full hearts, it's kind of amazing. Like you said, the mind has to stay in this place. It's like, actually, it doesn't. We can like, like spirit asked that question in the beginning, in the, before we did the healing of like, can you stay fresh? And when you're in that freshness, this emotion can fully come up and then you felt it as it really is, not with the mind's overlay or the ego story or the, you know, story, right? And that's a, that's a practice to be like, wait, am I overlaying my story about this emotion or am I fully present with it? And you feel the difference once you start kind of playing with that. But yeah. Who's excited to feel through those triggers and those emotions now? <laughs> We're going to go out and just be like, okay, bring it on. Bring it on. 
We are ready. Okay. All right. Beautiful. Um, here is our last question. And I think this is very interesting. This is from Erica. Can you tell me why I have buzzing in my root chakra often, but nothing more moves from it? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So the first question I want to ask you is what percentage of that buzzing is yours? Okay. Again, this is like, this should be our very first question about everything before we spend any time on anything. Like, wait, let me remember to ask everything I'm feeling because we're so sensitive and because we have so much available to us. Anything I'm feeling that feels anything, what percentage of this is mine? Okay. Because I'm asking that question because I feel like some of that is not is not your energy. It's it's control stuff. It wants you to feel like you're about to have movement and then you don't, and then that creates ah. Uh. Again, this stuff is really it just takes a lot of practice to discern, right? What's ours and what's not ours. But so that's one thing. It's some of it's not yours. The other thing, deep, deep, deep down in there, let's say once you get to what is yours and stay there. That's where the true movement is happening. There's something around your sexuality. And it's not the only thing, but that's the one thing that's showing itself to me right now. And like being really full in your lower body of like, I am this being. And it may not have anything to do with having sex, like the act of sex. There's something energetic spiritual consciousness of embracing a part of yourself that you have put away and shut down a long time ago that has to come up and out now because of your level of healing awakening embodiment you need this part of you now of your sexuality and consciousness at least let's say and then what happens from it from there we don't know yet but it has to has to come up it has to come out again um, and then there's just these really primal levels of consciousness in there that are wanting to become part of you again. So I would stay with what is yours and then really be present with what's what's unearthing here, what's like becoming alive in me. And it's like one step at a time. It doesn't have to be like just one day and you're done and it's all gone. It's not about that. It's like something's alivening, something's awakening, something's earthing in you. Thank you. So subtle, man. Like what's alivening in us now is so layered and subtle because of where we're at now, you know? Like I remember a long time ago before everybody started waking up, I would do these readings and it was kind of simple. It's like, oh, it's this one thing and we'd heal it and then it would completely go away. And it was easier on some level because we were still kind of like, in a certain way like we weren't who we we weren't awake yet and so healing is a very different experience after awakening you know it's way more layered it's way more subtle there's way more layers to it and so this first chakra is like that for you it's layered and that's it's a beautiful thing and it's okay and be patient patience Thank you. Thank you for that, Erica. And thank you, everyone, for your questions and for sharing your experiences on today's episode. 
Ambijam, this has been amazing. You are amazing. Thank the you, Lucien. Taking us through is so beautiful. I mean, wow, you have touched so many hearts and lifted us up in new ways. I know everyone is feeling that. And you are a role model for us as we step into sharing our scent of the beautiful rose, of sharing our scent of our spirit. And we are fortified with that and we are emboldened. And I just want to thank you. And I want to thank everyone for hearing these words from Ambajam and beholding them and taking them forward in our world. We hope that you are inspired anew and ready to go. No deodorant necessary. Okay. <laughs> thank you all too, because you're, you guys brought through this information. It's not just me. We meet in the space and then all this information is there. Yeah. So it's all of us. And it's a huge honor to be with you guys. And thank you, Loren, for inviting me back. And yeah, it's so good to be with everybody. So good to see you again. And we'll have you back again soon. I wanted to just give you a, a moment as we say goodbye for any final thoughts. Be yourself. <laughs> as is. <laughs> right. Um, anything else? Let's see that wants to. I think what I what wants to be said is, as you know, on this path, a lot of um, ideas and concepts can constantly be there of how we navigate all this and how we should feel and what we should be like and what awakening should be like and who we should be and how we should blah, 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 right? Lots of shoulds. And it these shoulds, they're all in the mind, let's say, and they create us to miss, they can create us to miss this very, very, very sacred moment right here of what's actually happening without any shoulds, right? And these shoulds happen really, really fast and they're really, really subtle. And we start to be in that world before we know it and we don't realize that we're not being real, right? It's like this image of what wants to be said is like, there's this really subtle thing now about we're kind of going back through some things to really feel what's there. Stuff that we might have skipped or missed or tried to barrel through or whatever it is that our concepts, you know, tried <laughs> that really didn't work, right? What works is really being present and feeling, right? So I don't know. I just kept, I keep getting to share with you guys. There's some things that you're revisiting to really feel it as you're on your journey. And sometimes it'll feel like you're going backwards, but you're not. You're just revisiting to get the, the nugget, you know. It's interesting. So that's what wants to be said. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So beautiful. Words of beautiful grace and wisdom. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Lynn, so much. And I want to share a comment that Cynthia put in musical notes. Thank you for letting me be myself again. again. <laughs> <laughs> Sing it other, even though you can't 
Sing it in key. Sing it. Right, exactly. It doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, Ambu Jam. And thank you, everyone, for being here. Thank you for your bright light and the love that you have for this planet. We are here and we are doing it. Thank you, everyone. Again, we remind you to check out that special offer from Ambujam and take her up on that and just begin this deeper work on this whole level of love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.